You're listening to Leading in the City, brought to you by Lead NYC. But the word of the Lord says this unto us, but we have this precious treasure, the good news about salvation in unworthy earthen vessels of human frailty, so that the grandeur of surpassing greatness of the power will be shown to be from God, his sufficiency, and not from ourselves. I'm going to read that one more time. But we have this precious treasure, the good news about salvation in unworthy earthen vessels of human frailty, so that the grandeur of surpassing greatness of the power will be shown to be from God, his sufficiency, and not from ourselves. And the simple question that the Lord is asking of us this evening is, do you understand what you carry? Do you understand what you carry? And as I think about so much of what this past year has meant for me, and I've heard so many of my friends also exclaim the same, that so much of what we've had to wrestle with in this past year, I could sum up as an internal battle of what is versus what it feels like. What it is versus what it feels like. Facing the external realities of what I see happening all around me, the internal realities of what I'm sensing, the intentional decision that I have to make in how I'm leading and how I'm serving in spite of the external realities and in spite of what I'm sensing. And then the personal reality of how I'm recovering from it all. What it is versus what it feels like. And if I could be honest, many days I have wanted to call out sick from life. Call out sick from life. There have been days that have felt like they were so oppressive that if I could have just stayed in my bed day after day, that it probably even wouldn't have been enough rest for me. And I had to start to understand that the level of rest that I needed, it wasn't a physical rest. But it was a spiritual rest because there was an intensity of a battle that was going on. What it is versus what it feels like. Remember the question is do we understand what we carry? And even in moments where I have wanted to call out sick from life, and if we are honest as leaders, we have those days where you wish somebody else would just show up and pastor and lead and counsel and go to the hospital and give the communion and do the altar call or minister to the 300 people that want you to personally lay hands on them while they're at the altar. You wish that someone else would just show up in that moment because you feel oftentimes like, do I have enough to still stand in the place to give God glory in spite of what I feel and in spite of what it looks like? And so in in moments where I have questioned, do I have what it takes to steward what God has positioned and placed me with stewarding? There is a compulsion in me that understands that whether I want to do it or not, I have to. Because there is a treasure within me and within you that demands that I get up. And there is a treasure that pushes me past what I feel like. And there was a treasure that exclaims to me that you can't lay here and get caught up in what it feels like, but you have got to remind yourself of what it is. 
that you belong to the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, that you are a carrier of covenant, that you are someone that stands in the place of promise to declare the works of the Lord. And that even when I want to sit aside, I can't because something compels me to push forward. And then as I think about that reality, I marvel at the brilliance of God that he knew the weight of what we carry would be so much that if he did not deposit himself within us, we could not bear it. That if he did not deposit a, a, a holy treasure in this earthen bezel, that I couldn't bear it. That he understood that there had to be always something that would be working inside of me that would propel me to speak a language that I do not understand. To proclaim a word that I'm waiting to receive myself. To stand in the place of proclaiming the promises of God even while I'm waiting him to perform promises in my life. He understood that in order for me to steward this call, that I would have to stand in what it is versus what it feels like. And so he went ahead of my 2021 self and he said, I'm going to deposit a treasure within you that will cause you to proclaim my salvation and not just my salvation from sin, but my salvation from depression and my salvation from loneliness and my salvation from people and the naysayers and those that talk about you and those that want to ask you to still do things of, of for them when they're speaking words of maliciousness against you and those that don't want to serve you, those that actually tolerate you, but they really don't like you, but yet you still have to serve anyway. He understood that I needed a divine ability to do the things that he would call of me and you to do he's already deposited the treasure and when I wrestle with the days of what it feels like days where we question our self-worth and how many of us question our self-worth and we wrestle with where do I belong and as women of God unfortunately even in the body of Christ we have to contend with both sexism and racism even as we stand in the place of ministry now, I only know one way to be, and that's honest. And we have to stand in the space where we have to still proclaim the word despite what it feels like. Despite the fact that you know that there are people in the room that wish you would just go sit down. Or people in the room who feel like you have not been called to preach anyway. Or people in the room who feel like your place should be in the kitchen and in the home. But yet the Lord still has deposited a treasure within you. And the Bible is my evidence that he called both the man and the woman. What do you do when the church is not the ark of safety that you thought that it would always be? That it has become the place where you had faced some of your worst abuses your worst mistreatments the place that would leave you crawling on your knees crying out to the Lord under trying to understand how can I make it another day and how can I not despise this treasure that you have placed with inside of me I'm talking about the real talk of ministry the stuff that you can't talk about with the laity the stuff that you can't talk about with the members but the stuff that you can talk about with people that understand and that get it. And in those moments when those pressures are mounting all around me, I have to reckon with what it is, not what it feels like. 
that there is a power, and I love how the Bible talks about power, that there is a power that exists within me, that exists within you, that causes us to will and to do according to the good purposes of God. And it's a power that causes there to constantly be resurrection even when I feel like I'm dying. And even when I feel like death and destruction is happening, and here is the thing that I have come to understand about the seasons of trials and tribulations that oftentimes it can feel very much like a graveyard experience. That it can feel very much like death. And I had to ask God, why is that? But the reality is that God said that we would experience death so that we could understand the power of the resurrection. So because of what we are carrying, my sisters, our resting place is always the place of I have no choice. But I am compelled to preach this gospel. So what is it that we are carrying? The Bible speaks of treasure, and I believe the treasure represents these four things. Presence, power, authority, and victory. Presence, power, authority and victory in exodus chapter 33 verse 14 and i know we know this verse probably backwards and forwards forwards the lord replied to moses i will personally go with you moses and i will give you rest everything will be fine for you and i don't know if you have ever found that you have had to step in a space that even as you embark on something new something challenging something different that the only assurance that you have got to give yourself is that the presence of the father is going with me and god if your presence is not going to go with me then don't send me up from this place don't send me into that church don't send me into that office don't send me into that relationship if your presence is not going to go with me then leave me because if your presence is with me then I know that I can endure whatever giant I'm going to face in that land. Because I understand the God who is the God of presence. And I understand the God that slays demons and defeats lions. And I understand the God that manifests his presence in a person like David that would say that I come in the name of the Lord. And sometimes we've got to show up to our assignments with that level of indignation that I come in the name of the Lord. I don't come in the name of my mother. I don't come in the name of my father. I don't come in the name of my resume. I don't come in the name of my social media followers. I come in the name of the Lord. So if you have a problem, you take it up with him. Because there will be no apology for the presence of God. That is what we carry. We also carry the power of God. The Bible says in Acts chapter 1 verse 8, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. And you will be my witnesses telling people about me everywhere. In Jerusalem, and throughout Judea, in Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. So I carry power because that power is going to compel me to proclaim Christ wherever I go I carry that whether I feel like it or not and we also carry authority people will sometimes tell me you preach with such authority you pray with such authority and sometimes I just I I, I don't have a poker face but on my insides, I'm just like, we have authority. Authority wasn't given to a special person. Authority was given to the church. 
The Bible says in Ephesians chapter 2, verse 6, for he raised us from the dead along with Christ and seated us with him in heavenly realms because we are united with Christ. My sisters, you have to understand what you carry and where you sit. That you are seated with God in heavenly realms. So whether you are contending against principalities or whether you are contending against powers, you have to always bring into that room that I sit with the Lord in heavenly places. So sometimes I have to legislate things. I love the scripture in the book of Job where God was chastising Job and he said, have you ever commanded the morning and told the dawn its place? When you understand that you have been given a level of authority by God, you can walk differently. You steward the treasure of God differently because you understand what you carry. And then we carry this place of victory, carrying in our bodies both death and resurrection. The Bible says in 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 10, through suffering, our bodies continue to share in the death of Jesus so that the life of Jesus may also be seen in our bodies. So why do we carry this treasure so that people could see the death in the life of Jesus by how we show up when people thought that we were dead and walked and left over from dead? That we would still show up when we didn't feel like it or even still show up when we might not have been the most popular person in the room. That we are always carrying within us death and resurrection. As I think about Mary, and I love this verse in Matthew chapter 1, verse 18. It says, this is how, Je how Jesus the Messiah was born. His mother Mary was engaged to be married to Joseph, but before the marriage took place, while she was still a virgin, she became pregnant through the power of the Holy Spirit. Now we started out asking the question of what is it that we are carrying? And many of us are carrying transition. We're carrying the reality of a shift. We're carrying the reality that we are in some old wineskins, but we're waiting for the manifestation of the new wineskins to come. We're carrying some things that we cannot quite yet articulate or even yet fully understand. And we realize as women, and those of you who have born children, you know what the physical realities of carrying are. But how about the fact that we are continually always spiritually carrying? And we are always carrying by the power of the Holy Spirit. And here is the other place that we went to, and I'm so glad Denya was in the room because I didn't know we would have a pregnant person in the room. So Denya, I'm gonna ask you to come and stand right here with me. Because when I saw you, I had a physical example of what God was speaking inwardly to me. And I know it's, it's been a long day. You've been walking around, Daniel. You're going to sit. <laughs> Praise the Lord. I am not going to have you stand. But think about Mary for a moment. The reality of her carrying something that other people did not understand. Carrying something that other people could not see. Carrying a revelation that the church had not yet received but judged. 
carrying the power of God within her when others were not fully understanding what she carried and even her very husband-to-be didn't understand what she was carrying. So what was God saying to me? That even oftentimes when I'm carrying stuff, there will be people all around me that will not understand what I'm carrying. But oftentimes what I'm carrying, the only thing that will sustain me in the carry from the beginning of inception to the point of delivery is the fact that I have received the revelation that you might not get. That I might have received the revelation that you might mock and talk about how did she get there and why does she look like that and why does she get busted up and why does her husband like that? Does she realize what this one is doing? Oh, but look at her kids. But I understand the revelation of what I'm carrying whether you don't. And sometimes and even in the seasons of birthing, that is all we've got. That I am carrying a revelation from the Father. And I make no apologies for the fact that I am carrying it. But I am not going to abort this thing. I am going to see it through unto delivery, whether you understand it or not. And so where are we in this season of being fully present? We are carrying something. We are carrying something that the world has not yet known. But the generational realities of what we carry will be phenomenal. That will outlive us and leave a lasting legacy. She will deliver. And they will say, oh, the baby was so cute. And all these wonderful things. But how about the fact that I don't need you to talk to me about what it looks like when it is over? How about what's enough for me is that I had enough faith to see me through the, unto the other side. And this is really a word of encouragement. I want you all to take a good look at her because this is how God is seeing you in the spirit. Carrying something. And I don't know what you are carrying. I don't know if you're carrying the launch of a new church. I don't know if you're carrying the launch of a new business. I don't know if you're carrying the launch of a new ministry. I don't know if you're carrying some new gift things that God is wanting to stir and release within you. I don't know if you're carrying the gift of faith. I don't know if you're carrying the gift of prophecy. I don't know what it is, but it's time for you to know what it is that you are carrying. And so if God has not yet given you the articulation of the words of what you are carrying, your homework tonight can be to ask the father who freely speaks and gives to people, his children, father, what is this thing that I'm carrying? Because I feel something leaping with inside of me. I feel something that is kicking with inside of me. I feel life going with inside of me. And God, I can't fully articulate it all, but I need to guard against my external reality. So help me understand what I possess so that I can guard against it. Because I'm sure with this woman of God, not anybody could come and touch her belly. And you know how strangers wanna come, you would never touch my stomach any other time, but now you see I'm pregnant and now you think that's your invitation to touch me. And I already said to myself that when I'm pregnant, um, I'm gonna carry my purse in the church and I'm gonna have it just like this in front of my room because the reality is not everybody means me well and I would never let you put your hands on my real child and not know what your intention is and I'm certainly not going to let you put your hands or your mouth on what I'm carrying 
You have got to understand what you are carrying so you know how to cover it. Do you understand what you carry? Because when you understand what you carry, you regard it in a different way. They couldn't see the promise, and we can't see the fullness of it. They couldn't see the purpose, and oftentimes we can't fully see the purpose. But the best thing that we can do to give birth to that which we carry is to stand in the promise. Stand in the promise. And my sisters, this is an hour of standing. This is an hour of standing in what you believe by faith, not what you see with your natural eyes. This is the power. This is the hour where we have to stand in order to see miracles be produced, where we have to continue to preach past what it feels like and exclaim what it is, that I shall see the goodness of the Lord in the lands of the living, no matter what the report says. That those who hope in the Lord shall not be put to shame, no matter what the report says. That I have never seen the righteous forsaken nor his seed begging bread, no matter what the report says. Believe in the words of his prophets that you will prosper, no matter what the report says. This is the time of standing in the promise because you understand what you carry is supernatural. And that if you don't carry it well, will it come to pass? And I have sacrificed too much. I have prayed too much. I have spent too much time in the place of belief to give up now because I understand what I carry. And people might look at me crazy as I make radical decisions with my life, and that is okay. I've been in this place before, and guess what? I got delivered. And God was still good, and I still loved them anyway, even though they couldn't see what I was carrying. And we've got to weather the fact that everybody might not see, your spouse might not see, your children may not see, your elders may not see, your associate pastors may not see, but you have got to know what you're carrying so that you can guard it. Do you understand tonight what you carry? You've been listening to Leading in the City, Brought to you by Lead NYC. Tune in next time and join us on the web at lead.nyc.